This is Foxy Digital's Daily for July 11th, 2023. I'm Brad Rose. How's everybody doing? So we are on day two of a sort of mid-year recap. Things that I really love this year and some have and some haven't been covered on this daily podcast. So um, first, and I'm not going to say a lot about this because I talked about it for 10 minutes a week ago. But uh, Michelle Indegiacello's The Omnicord Real Book, I continue to be just utterly astounded by this album. It's it's just so good. It is so much. Uh, I every time like I've listened to it so many times, and I just keep feeling different things or hearing other things, or and continuing to appreciate the how well the sort of guest artists are picked or the ones that are on like it all just it fits together like this really amazing puzzle and you get this picture that is a whole other thing i don't know it's if you haven't listened to this please do do what you need to do and go listen to it um glass triangle blue and sunlights this is this one was cool i Brian Hayes wrote a great review of it, so I would point you to that as you know if you want to get a little in depth with it. But it's a it's a trio of Zena Parkins, Mete Rasmussen, and Ryan Sawyer. So I mean, you got three like like on their own great artists, and then they come together and they just do this. Um, I don't even know. I, like I mean, it's in a sort of free jazz space, but feels like something else too and it's there's it's fun like it's 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 fun and and there's like a joyous undercurrent to it and um i've been on a real xena parkins kick which got an episode the next episode of the seltzer salon is with her and i just i i love hearing her in these kind of ensembles because i think it it just shows you know it's like she can do anything but uh and ryan sawyer's got to be one of the you know, I always I, I talk a lot about Gerald Cleaver being you know the first name on the call sheet if you're looking for a drummer. But man, Ryan Sawyer's got to be right up there too because everything he does, is, he's one of those people. If I see he's involved in a project, I got to hear it. So really like this. And Relative Pitch is a label that anytime they got something come out, I'm gonna check it out. I'm excited to hear it. Uh, all right, kind of on a totally different vein, different continent, different side of the world. So Room Forty is a label again that you know super prolific and so many good things but two records so far have really stood out to me and i'll have one later in the week but this is primitive motions portrait of an atmosphere i love i love primitive motion but the thing i i i really like about this piece and or this album is said perfectly by leighton craig who's so primitive motion is leighton craig and uh sandra selig and in the description, he talks about how it is. He says it is at it is at once the least and most primitive motion sounding album to date, and that is spot on. And that's what makes me love it. I just love that it it creates these sort. It, it creates this sort of long form atmospheric piece that's in different sections because there's five different tracks, and they're all they all feel really interconnected. But it does it. It's using acoustic instrumentation, so it. I, I feel like the, for lack of a better word, like the vibe of it is something you would think of in a lot of different 
I don't know, maybe like ambient jazz spaces or something. That's kind of a scary phrase, but you know what I mean? Um, or something more, a lot more electronic. And this just, it feels like a, for lack of a better word, because of the name, but like a primitive version of that. So it's like this, it's like a historical version or if an alternate universe thing where electronic instruments never existed and they wanted to create and this is how you created those moods and those feelings and those soundscapes. And that's not to say, I mean, there is some like synthesizer on here, I believe. And, you know, and diff- some electronics instruments, but it's really an acoustic album. And it's just so beautifully constructed that each piece has its moment. And it, but that so like each piece has this moment that works really well on its own, but then together it's just it's more than the sum of its parts. Um, it's yeah, it's really it's really nice. It really really surprised me and really caught me off guard. And just um, I've been such a huge fan of Leighton Craig's for decades now. I still think about the album he did with Eugene Carchisio twenty years ago. Leaves if you haven't heard that, it is. I, God, I still love that record so much. I love it so much. Um, so anyway, okay, moving on. Let me talk about uh, Flood City Tracks from Nandi on uh, Planet Mew. This was one that I I was I was going to, I don't know why I didn't end up covering it. I, I think I was having a hard time figuring out how to talk about it because it kind of overwhelmed me and just, I don't know, as far as, electronic music goes this year this is far away my favorite thing that's come out um i i'm gonna be i'll be totally honest like the i I couldn't tell you what different genres this all falls in i don't think it really matters it's something it sort of defies any kind of genre or classification because it a it covers a lot of ground sonically but the sort of thematic or emotional undercurrents to it are so engaging and just there's this there's this real visceral quality to it that I think anybody anybody would be just pulled into it I highly recommend reading the description of it where just what she kind of talks about her mindset with it and like the some of the thoughts behind it and the in Johnstown Pennsylvania which is where she lives and grew up which is a I mean it's kind of like this feels like the the like a soundtrack to um it's like when you're if you're living in a ghost town that it's it's not really a ghost town but it is i mean it's like it's a town it's a place that is disappearing right before your eyes but it's also it's your it's your home and it's where you and your family are and you just i don't know i living in oklahoma it's a feeling I, I mean, I live in a city that's, you know, it's different, but I grew up in Oklahoma and Oklahoma as a whole. And I think has that vibe and I, it's, I I just, I don't know. like something about this just connected to me, like in a way that I, I'm still having a hard time articulating because it, it's just this sort of really intrinsic part of who I am and, where like and the reasons for that is because where i grew up and where i live and yeah i don't know i'm doing a really bad job selling this but it's an absolutely astounding record um and yeah 
everybody should listen to it. <laughs> um, okay, last on here. I'm, I rambled a lot here, so I apologize. Um, the recent Brandon Lopez record on Tau Forms, I did an episode on it, and it's it's a solo bass record, and it's uh, as good as it gets. It's this raw expression, and it's just so... It's it's so technical, but so like fraught and you know the edges are frayed and all the you know it's pretty it's pretty awesome honestly I mean not I mean obviously I talked about it a lot again a couple weeks ago so you could go listen to further thoughts on that but Brandon Lopez is really one of my favorite artists around I he's another one like same with Ryan Sawyer. If Brandon Lopez is involved, I want to hear it. And if he's doing a solo record, man, yeah, you got to be ready. Be ready because it's probably going to just rip you apart a little bit. So that's day two. Ten albums down, ten to go on Patreon tomorrow where I will talk about a handful of albums that are coming soon that I'm really excited about. Um, Great week to catch up on what's going on Foxy Digital Stone. Oh, you should probably want another Patreon. Patreon.com slash Foxy Digitalis. Holler at me on Twitter at Foxy Digitalis. Instagram at Foxy.digitalis. And until next time, keep catching those wings of bye.